At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. This is Prince Dykes. This is the Royal Financial Investment Group. Today video slash podcast or whatever you want to call it is just audio. Um doing the audio version because it gives people time to just sit back and listen. You don't have to sit here and watch a video. Or if I don't have anything to illustrate in front of you, then it really uh, doesn't make sense for me to make a video. So you can just sit back and relax and play this via your phone, your iPads, iPods, your car, anything else like that. You know, so you can just sit back and, you know, maybe if you're cleaning the house or you are doing other work or something like that. This is just something you can just sit back and listen to it as I give out uh, essentially what I know and what I've learned over the time and my advice. So the number one question I'm always asked is uh, which stock should I buy and why? How should I invest or what should I invest in? And it's nothing wrong with that question. It's a, a very valid question. It's a question I used to always ask myself and I still ask myself that every day. So it's the reason why I started this company in the first place is uh, when I was looking for those answers, it wasn't too many people out there that I, that was uh, providing those answers. That was buying real, true, honest answers and why. So here today, I'm going to really essentially uh, break it down to you and give you a, a very valuable tool that I learned myself. Uh, first of all, the people that usually ask, answer this question, they usually follow the step process. You know, there's someone that's like, hey, you know what? Um, I have this much money or I'm doing this, but I want to invest. And when they look to go invest, um, they don't know what to buy, which is 100%. Hey, I may have an IRA. I have a savings account, a 401k, but, you know, I really don't know what to buy. You know, I have an E-Trade account. Um, I have another video, how to start an E-Trade account. A lot of people watch that video. Um, they started in like, okay, now I had this E-Trade account. I transferred the money in. Now what? That's the biggest question people always ask. And this is a, you know, first of all, you have to ask yourself, what's your goal? Is it short term or is it long term? It's just like, hey, I want to make some money now. I want to be like a day trader, make some money now, today or in the next month. Or is it something I want to have to extend over a long period of time? So this is the, the golden nugget that I always give people. You know, I know a lot of people, it's a lot of technical data and a lot of technical uh analyzing tools out there that you can use you can look at the the pe ratio you can look at the earnings per share you can look at the dividends you can look at news uh earnings all type of good stuff you can look at to say hey this is a good company but this is the basic simple common investor thing that i would advise and i've seen work when you think about investing don't think about things you don't know about when you're starting off you're starting off and you're trying to go long term think about the things that you do know you already know what to invest in and people sitting there like what you mean i already know you already know 
you have look at your bank statement what are you investing in every day you're investing into something as a consumer for example you know if you hooked on to uh i've seen people who love diet coke and they can't they gotta have two or three cokes a day um that right there you know maybe you want to think about the coca-cola stock you know you're like hey i love coca-cola i always drink it my family drinks it this person drinks it we love the diet coke i gotta have my coke that day or whatever then you may want to say okay maybe i can buy stock in this company another thing is i know a lot of people who love starbucks you're a big fan of starbucks maybe you should consider um buying stock in starbucks you know, if you're a big fan of Walmart, you and your family, y'all love to go to Walmart. I don't think Walmart's going anywhere and all the other good stuff. Then maybe you should look at stocks in Walmart. Another one, everybody and their mom, at least once in their lifetime, wants to go to Disney World. I want to go to Disney World. My kids want to go to Disney World. This person wants to go to Disney World. Maybe you should think about buying stock in Disney. You know, every time you go on lunch. It's a long line wrapped around McDonald's. Man, people love McDonald's. Hmm, that's another one. Maybe you should think about or consider buying stock with McDonald's. You know, uh, things like that. Coca-Cola, Walmart, McDonald's. Uh, stores like that of uh, what you're thinking about could be a great investment. You know, what do you spend money on? I love Apple. I love Apple products. I like the iPad, the iPod, the iPhone. The MacBooks, all the other good stuff, and you love Apple, you're a big Apple fan, and you see Apple is growing and being innovative, then that's a company that you may want to consider uh, investing in. I'll tell you one of my personal things that I like, um, I think is an ingenious idea of a company, is you can tell that longevity by the innovation is. How do they, how do they adapt to the market? How do they adjust to what's happening? For a prime example, a situation I always love to use is a Blockbuster versus Netflix. For a prime example, we all know who Blockbuster was. The biggest rental company out there. Huge company. Everybody brought movies from them. Blockbuster was a huge company. Right? So if you're somebody who loves to rent DVDs, you may say, hmm, I may look at buying stock in a Blockbuster. But this was the demise of Blockbuster. And I've seen this happen with other companies. Is when new competition came along. Netflix came along, this new wave of technology came along, Blockbuster did nothing. They sat back and just said, oh, okay, well, we're a Blockbuster. They got arrogant. They had all these stores. They had the movie rental industry on lock. They was number one. But when this new thing of Redbox started coming along, they should have immediately competed with Redbox or brought Redbox. When Netflix started coming along, they should have immediately competed competed with netflix or brought out netflix but they didn't they let Redbox grow and grow they net netflix grow and grow and by the time they said okay wow we have a problem here it was too late and also blockbuster had too high of a uh overhead blockbuster has thousands of stores throughout the country they have thousands of trucks that has to deliver those movies throughout the country they have thousands of employees uh having all these stores you have mortgages lights water uh insurance all the other good stuff that blockbuster operating costs had to uh, pay for how much it cost them to operate but if you looked at um if you looked at netflix or redbox how much does it cost to operate redbox it's essentially a vending machine you put this you put the uh box up there you pay somebody to go change it that's it low overhead so 
Blockbuster had to charge $5 per DVD because that's how they had to make their money. Redbox was just charging $2 per rental or Netflix is charging $8 a month. All they needed was the internet and a warehouse and maybe a business office for the logistics and accounting or whatnot. So, but uh, they had better business model. They had a low um, overhead. Blockbuster had a huge overhead, but goes back to show where Blockbuster didn't compete. They didn't say, oh, wow, look at this new Redbox thing. Come on. I'm at the top of my game in this industry. I see this new idea coming about Redbox where people are putting up vending machines. I need to break into that industry right now. It could have easily competed with Redbox before it got too big and crushed it. Or when they see Netflix going with online streaming, it should have immediately jumped into it. When Netflix got inside of the video games, Blockbuster should have been the first one into that or they should have competed immediately. But they waited to Blockbuster. Blockbuster waited to these other companies got too huge and ended up taking them over. So, you know, I mean, it makes sense. You know, I can pay $8 a month and watch movies when I want to and I don't have to worry about picking them up, taking them off. So it met the consumer demands better than Blockbuster was doing. But that needs to say, you know, needs to show that uh, it's inability to compete in a competitive market. Uh, For example, look at Facebook. You know, I like Facebook. Facebook is going out and it's expanding. And I wasn't a believer in Facebook at all. I thought, hey, you know, social media, I don't believe in social media because one day people are on Black Planet. The next thing you know, they're on MySpace. The next thing you know, now they're on Facebook. And I said, after Facebook, it'll be something else. But Facebook stays innovative. When Instagram came along, Facebook immediately brought Instagram, which was a good move. Because if it didn't buy Instagram, Facebook probably would have lost a lot of its losers. So it shows that uh, Mark Zimmerberg, the uh, CEO of Facebook, is being uh, aggressive in trying to stay on top of his industry. You know, looking out to go out and expand. So companies that do that will be around for a long time, like Coca-Cola, for example. Coca-Cola sold sodas, which was a great thing. People love sodas. But people became more uh, health conscious and things like vitamin water came out. For example, Gatorade. Gatorade is owned by Pepsi, if I'm not mistaken. Gatorade came out. Um, Gatorade came out. Immediately, Coca-Cola made Powerade. You know, when people started drinking bottled water, immediately they made Dasani. Immediately, well, when people got to vitamin water, they immediately made. Uh, they immediately went out and brought the uh, vitamin. I can't remember the company's name, but the uh, vitamin water company. You know, they'll stand on top of the soft drinks that people are drinking. People become more health conscious and they start to drink juices. Then, you know, Coca-Cola goes into selling juices. So they just didn't stay in their box of Sprite, soda, and let it stay there. They are constantly changing their marketing and going out buying new companies because they're changing with the way people, what they want to drink. Also, you know, you used to be able to buy a bottle of soda, 20 ounce, for a dollar, 99 cents. Now, you know, it costs $1.50. But what Coca-Cola did was make the bottle smaller to where 20 ounces are no longer a dollar, but 16 ounces are. So you still can get a soda for a uh, dollar, but it's just smaller. Those things are showing uh, how they're being innovative and they're keeping up with the market. And companies like that will be around for a long time, especially companies like that that pays dividends. So essentially what stocks to buy and why is look at your bank statement. Look at your credit card. What are you spending your money on every month? 
I have a credit card with Visa and I'm paying Visa this amount of dollars. Maybe you know Visa offer stocks. Microsoft, not Microsoft, but uh, Microsoft is one too. But uh, Mastercard, they offer stocks. So what are you spending your money on? What bills are you paying? What is something that you're connected to? Hey, I'm with Verizon. This is my cell phone company. I'm with Sprint. I always pay them and they're being innovative. Those are the ways you have to think about it, you know. Your kids come to you, Mom, I got to have this new toy. Everybody's has it. It's the next big thing. It's the next big wave. Everybody loves PlayStation. Everybody will always buy PlayStation. Maybe you want to look at Sony stock, you know. Or people love the Xbox and people love Dell computers and somebody that's going to be around for a while, Microsoft. Maybe you should look at their stock. But a very, you know, for a long term, they're paying you dividends. You have a thousand dollars or something like that. You put it in Microsoft. You keep it for 20 years. And it's something you can pass down to your kids. So it's just that what are you spending your money on every month? I love, for example, hey, man, I love to go to Express. I love to buy this much stuff from the Express store or the clothing company. Maybe I should look at stock into that company. I love to drink Coca-Cola. I love to go to uh, McDonald's. I love to go to Chipotle's. Things like that are the ways you have to look at. Maybe this is maybe this may be a good investment. Disney. Everybody loves to go to Disney. Everybody will always go to Disney. So that's a company that's probably going to be around for a long time. And plus, they're paying quarterly dividends. Now, I have another video called Stock and Dividends 101. But how dividends work is, if you have $1,000, you just, I don't know what to do with it. You put it in a savings account. A savings account is going to draw you maybe maybe 1% in a year maybe if you're lucky you know but it's stocks out there that's paying 10% quarterly just for holding they're paying out to their uh, shareholders and, uh, and dividends so you leave it into a, a CD or a savings account you have no risk of anything you have no risk at all and by having no risk you're going to have no gains you know the old saying no risk no gains or no pain no gain but it's no way you can hear anybody say, hey, I just saved my way to financial freedom or I saved my way to make my money grow. Everybody that makes money invests. Education is an investment. Hey, I went to school and I spent the time going to school or I spent the time racking up these student loans just so I can be more marketable for a job. So you made the investment. So it's no way around moving forward unless you invest. So just something that I want to say, you know, why, what stock should you buy and why, you know, think of another one. You love cereal, you love Lucky Charms, you love Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you love all these other things. Look at who makes them, General Mills, catalogs. These are the people that make them, you know, for example, the uh, food stamp, the EBT industry, they pretty much give these people coupons so they can go out and buy food. These people go out and they buy Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Frosted Flakes and things like that. So that's a General Mills. That's a good company to maybe invest in that pays dividends. But I'm not going to keep you guys too long. That's just something that I just want to talk to you guys about and to think about. Thank you guys for listening. Um, check us out, www.facebook.com slash Royal Financial Group. And I'm out. Thank you for listening.